TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 459. And as always, I am joined by the greatest goal setter that ever existed. He writes 400 goals a year. He achieves every single one of them all the time in advance with clarity, ticks them off the list. Dr. Damien Christoph, hello, goal setting guru. PC. If only that was true. If only that was true. Thank you. Don't you don't want it to be true. You're not a goal-setting lover. Actually not, but I still do write that 100-goal list. Like, I still do it, and that was in um, that was in response to a request from Simon Floriani, Dr. Simon Floriani, back in the day when I started working with him and said, you need to write 100 goals if you're going to come and work for me, and uh, and I did. So that was 13 years ago I started writing those. Um, maybe 14 years ago I started writing those goals, and – and I still do it. It's a great practice. Um, I don't hit 100% of them, but I'm not disappointed by that. So uh, yeah, some of those goals will just, now, just roll modest. over. They'll roll I'll over and they'll roll over. And uh, and the benefit of them rolling over is that you get a chance to revisit them, which is um, which is awesome. So you revisit them, see if it's still accurate, see if it's still relevant. Just because you make it a goal once doesn't mean it's got to be a goal forever, mm. so, which I love. Jody oh, Basil. Jody Basil is in the house. Wow. Hi, guys. Find about one of the live right at the end of the year. Well, let me tell you, Jody, a little sneaky something. This is actually episode two of 2022. You're in the uh, future. You're in the future. It's not the past anymore. This is (laughs) the second episode of 2022. It's all about the twos. There's two co-hosts of this podcast. There's two streams of consciousness sharing some insights on today's episode. And Damo, we're going to talk about the different ways that we both navigate, prepare, project, plan for our uh, year ahead. Um, We've recorded this episode, this conversation, a couple of times over the years, but I think like goals do, they change, they mature, uh, they adjust. Um, Shall we share with the listeners, Mm -hmm. um, I suppose, the beginning process of... um, uh, manifestation is a bit of a big woo-woo word. We don't have to go down the, the woo of it all. But the reason why we think with our own individual answers, it's important to write something down for the year ahead. Despite all the uncertainties of the world, why do you like to write something down about what you want to experience in the coming year? Um, I think the pen to paper thing. Um, help solidify the intention. I think that's uh, a really important thing. It's easy to type stuff, and you can easily type stuff, and you think about how quickly you type. Um, you put spelling mistakes in there, grammatical errors. There's a, a decline in accuracy. Um, really, a note is something that you type, and intention is something that you write. I really feel that. I believe it. Um, and 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 even just saying something to someone doesn't, doesn't give the same level of importance you know like if i say to you pc um i'm going to do 100 push-ups every single day wrong not 100 i'm going to do push-ups every single day uh for the next uh 12 months 
I can say it, but in order to keep it going, there's got to be um, confirmation of that. And so we created a, a group in order to be able to do that. Uh, and that group is what kept me accountable um, to that. That was my intention. So did it, achieved it. I think it fell short of that goal by probably, let's say, the better part of maybe, I don't know, 10 or 11 days in total. I didn't do push-ups for during that whole period of time. Um, but um, at the second week into 2022, I'm still going, still doing them. So uh, that's a great thing, and I'll continue to do them. Um, and it might just be 30, sometimes it'll be 50, sometimes it'll be 40. But the reason why, going back to your question, the reason why I like to write it down is because I believe firmly that the energy that drains the ink onto the paper comes through you and those mm. words come through your hand and it's energy going onto the paper. There's something about that that's different to a Bluetooth keyboard, I've got to tell you. Yes, that's a great call. And uh I, I honestly feel feel you there. Uh, in chiropractic terms, we'd say it, it, the nervous system has to express itself in some way. Uh, yeah. The soul has to express itself in some way, and there is yeah. something special about pen to paper. And look, I'm so glad you said that. Oh, I don't know if you can hear my kids having a meltdown out there. Darby. This is a this is typo brand. It's not it's not oh, yeah. uh, it's nice. not all right. It's about thirteen bucks. Yeah. But it feels more special than a 48-page exercise book, which is floppy and can get eaten alive. Um, I think there's something special about just having a nice book, diary, notepad, notebook, whatever it is that you like, yeah. and that you use it. like, And that you, it goes mental, and it literally gets a lot of your thoughts out. And uh, when you write down pen to paper, like my immediate thought is, oh, I'm so big on this, but my – my writing is so messy, but it doesn't matter. Mm. As long as you can read your own writing, if it's got your thoughts, ideals, and everything down, everyone's getting the live stream of the old uh, Pierce family having school friends over. I'm sure you can hear they're running all over the deck, and I can't do anything about it, and I'm just going to have to be at peace with it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to yell out, stop being loud. Um, <laughs> there is something so special about writing something down, and I would, I would also dare say that most people listening or watching don't write a lot of things down a lot because I don't like, oh, I do, but I think I don't like, I think a lot of people are so used to putting their lives in their phones or on their laptop Yeah. that, you know, pen to paper is a, is a lost art. And so I love that you say that. Well, I do love doing that. I love pen to paper. It's really, really good. And my writing is way worse than yours, I have to tell you. Really? Um, although you are left-handed, so, yeah, maybe yours is worse. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard enough to write neatly, let alone be left-handed. I always say that. What type of goals do you write down in terms of the spectrum of life? So well, this is Yeah, that's a great thing. I think you and I, two kindred souls, um, this, is the 20, this is the second episode of 2022. There's lots of twos all in this. I, too, was going to say that. Two, and so I think that's amazing, PC, that you asked that question because I look at financial goals as one of them, not the only. I look at um, tangible things as one of them. I look at spiritual goals. I look at family goals. I look at relationship goals. Um, I look at practice goals, so work goals. You know, I look at a number of different things. And so when you start to do that and you chunk it down, let's say, for example, you come with seven subheadings imagine seven um subheadings um you will find that that's a much easier process to get to 100 if you've got 10 subheadings it's mm. easier to get to 100 if you've got 20 subheadings it's easier to get to 100 and 100 goals seems relatively insurmountable 
What's really important about this is the intention to get the goals down, to translate it from a thought into something that could be an action. It doesn't have to be an action, but it could be an action. And I, I love – yeah, and I'm so glad you said this because I think it is – and when you talk about subheadings, just for everyone watching and listening, I think it's such an incredible way to train your thoughts to focus. So, mm-hmm. you know, on 100 Not Out, we talk about life purpose, which, again, in my headspace, I think of career – Sarah's, she would probably think far more about family. Sarah's is coming in going, sorry, but it's okay, babe. It's cool. Um, movement, <laughs> movement, which we speak about, and social. So there's there's three already. And then if we and then if we branch it out more, there's nutrition, and then there's family. But even in family, when you talk about subheadings, you know, there's there's five key relationships. So there's like five subheadings. You could have your parents, you could have your yeah. children, you could have your yeah. spouse, yeah. you could have your siblings. Yeah. Maybe your grandparents, but then depending on your setups, there could be in-laws, there could be aunties and uncles, there could be cousins and so on. Um, so there's, yes, I mean, there's yeah. been all of that. And then, um, and then, you know, we spoke about two episodes ago, um, you know, movies we've watched and books we've read, but there might be courses that you want to do yeah. or places of travel that you want to go and learn or retreats, like you might want to come to Ikaria in 2027 oh, when we can. Come on. Or, so can you? <laughs> Um, but then there's also, like you said, wealth and don't be afraid. Like, you know, we said this a couple of weeks ago, but I'll say it again. Like we live in one of the wealthiest nations in, in the world and and we can't live on, on Indian rupees here and we can't do it on, on Thai baht or Mexican pesos. So you've got to be really clear on what you want to create in your life financially so that you can live the life that you want in Australia. Uh, And then you said the spiritual goals. So I think those areas of life are so important to train our minds into and our hearts and souls into what it is that we want to create uh, for the year ahead. Because if we don't do it, I was just Googling the, the one-liner because I always get it wrong, but like all the world's a stage, okay? So our life is a movie, a play, whatever you want to call it. So what's the script of it? And if you don't write down those 100 goals or you don't write down something for the script of your life for the year ahead, and then you're going to let the Channel 9 News write it for you. And uh, that's a scary movie no one wants to watch. Oh, no. Huh? You don't. You don't want to watch that. Although, Pete, he, he, although he's long in the tooth, uh, getting old, Peter Hitchner, he's still doing a great job. Uh, uh, we've got to give a shout-out to my great friend, Alicia Locks. Oh, Alicia Locks. Yeah. She's unbelievable. Yeah. She's, I love she's, watching Alicia. She's the number one. Yeah. I, every time she comes on the television, I go, that's Marcus's friend, Amber. She goes, oh, I know. You tell me every time. So I used to drive past my school. I go, what's over there? And Andy huh? Jackson and Amber go, your school, you know. That's Marcus. You know, the, um, you know the, our last episode when I was talking about having spirulina at the bridal table. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The great Alicia Loxley was the MC at our oh, wedding. Wow. Oversee the consumption of spirulina and Gee, alcohol where's... free chef. Poor thing. She <laughs> made sure we didn't drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Andrew Robinson is. Jody Bassel's written Andrew Robinson. I don't know who that is. Um, maybe she's saying, Andrew, jump onto 100 Not Out and watch this. Watch this. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going on. Um, yeah, so you're right. You don't want someone else to write your script for you. I don't think that's a great thing. Um, you know, having someone write your script is is not ideal. So taking control of that, taking charge of that's a great thing. But I think one of the great things about setting goals, and I was discussing this um, at lunch um, with Ella today. Your wonderful teammate yes. and leader. 
Yeah. Best chiropractic and wellness center in Australia, folks. Better lifestyle, Sandringham. Number one. And and we and we were talking about setting the goals. Like and so when Ella came to work with me, I asked her the same as what Simon asked me to do was to write a hundred goals, so that we can review them and see how she went over the year to reflect on that. And uh, and that's such an important process to just to kind of reflect and see, did I get it? Did, you know, could I have worked harder at focusing on that particular goal? What would I have had to sacrifice in order to do that? Would I have wanted to sacrifice that to want to do that upon reflection? So a lot of people would go, oh, I gold for that. I've got to get it done. But what if that meant at the expense of something else that you found joy in during the year? Um, yes, you could be incredibly goal-oriented to make sure you tick the boxes on all the goals that you write. However, the pursuit of achieving one's goals could be at the expense of something that brings you joy. And mm-hmm. I think that that's something that you, you've got to be really mindful of as well, to be flexible and um, agile enough to be able to you know, roll with it, roll with the punches. That's such a good point. There's a price to pay for everything, right? Yeah. What price are we prepared to pay in the pursuit of certain, certain goals? Mm-hmm. And and that comes up, I think, in all areas of life. If it's with health and people are wanting to, like you said in the previous episode, a lot of people have got their, um, what do you call it? I think you called it piss fit in a conversation the other day, but they've got their COVID, <laughs> COVID kegs or they're, they're drinking a bit yeah. more or they're eating a bit more. Well, if, uh, if yeah. you know that you don't want that for 2022, yes, it's a pretty big price to pay for that. That's yeah. like whether it's whether it's headspace, mindset, the challenge, the challenges that go through in 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 jumping into the discomfort of I really want it, but I'm not going to have it. And like that, that, you know, at times like this, where so many things feel like they're taken away, and we do feel like more than half of our life script is being written by government or or other other people. Yeah, it's. No one could be blamed, shamed, complained about for doing anything like that. But they're the things that we've got to identify. Like when we set these goals, are they really goals that we're like super determined to work on? Because some are easy mm-hmm. and some are hard. And I think that's, yeah. you know, I think that's a really important point, Damo. You've got to, coming back to last week's episode as well, like you've got to set a goals that are authentic to you, not yeah. because society wants you to have them. Or because your mum or dad tells you you should, or whatever. They got to be. They got to burn in your heart and soul, and no one else's, for that matter. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But what is interesting? It is easy to slip into writing goals. So let's say you get your first ten or twenty out. They're probably the ones that are the highest value, the highest priority to you, right? Then you've got eighty more to get out. And so you go through each of the different life headings um, of areas where you want to write goals. Um, and you'll find it increasingly more difficult. And you'll just write shit down just because you feel like you've got to get those 10 goals per subheading. And uh, and you'll write it down and you'll look at that and you go, that wasn't me. That, mm. that wasn't me that wrote that goal. And you'll realize that you weren't really checking in to yourself. You're just really merely trying to complete the task, which is the same as writing or doing a goal because you wrote it. Uh, and, and again, that's missing out on the opportunity to experience some joy, right? So just because January the 1st is one day doesn't mean that that's the only day that you get a chance to write the goals. It could take you a couple of days or a couple of weeks to write your goals. Um, reflect on it, come back, check in. Is it right? Is it true? Is that Do yeah. I really want to do that? Am I really going to buy a pair of brown Ugg boots? Like, is, These are the sorts of questions you want to kind of ask yourself. Like, Is this going to be really me? 
mm. you know. So uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. And um, and just on reflection, you know, I know that there's certain areas of life where I will pretty much nail those goals almost every year, mm-hmm. and in other areas of life which I don't. And I think it's really important to recognize that we all have a different, whether you call it values or standards or expectations, or it doesn't matter. I think, like, I know that my exercise goals are way less likely to be achieved every year than my social goals. My family goals, they like, I kick ass with my family goals. Nail it. Um, with a lot of career stuff, I kick butt with. But they're because they're like really big. And that's like, I think about those things a lot and they're like front of mind. But then at the same time, I realize that I'm not going to set a goal to run a marathon in 2022 because I have no intention and desire to, no matter what my friend's doing or someone else is doing, all the rest of it. Plus, but, how hard is it to run a marathon with crutches? By oh the way, mate, I've how, been running. How, sorry, how <laughs> is your hip these days, by the way, Pierce? Yeah, no, my hip, well, as we record this, I think I'm three weeks and a couple of days post surgery. Yes. And I did see the greatest physio in the Byron Shire, and his name is Justin Cordy. He used to be the high performance Cordy. manager at four yes. AFL clubs. Yeah. He was a sheedy and rocket eed. Yeah. Oh, um, rocket. Uh, but um, I think he just said, I'm going too hard. Got to just take, slow down, just chill. Which people that know me would know that's completely unsurprising. I was probably <laughs> going a bit too hard, but that's okay. Um, but I think, Damo, what I want to share is that you don't have to set these lofty goals in every area of life. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses, but don't expect your weaknesses to become massive strengths like all of a sudden. Uh, yes, yeah. set some challenging goals, but don't make every goal so challenging that you feel like you're failing at all of them. You've got to have some confidence builders, some easy slim pickings or easy, sorry, what is it? Easy low-hanging fruit or whatever the term is. Um, but then you've got to have one or two that are like, man, if I, you know, did one or two, if I got that goal in yeah. 2022, well, and I got none of the other 99, yeah, then gee okay. whiz, that'd yeah. be a massive win. A B-hack. So, yeah. A B-hack. A big, big, hairy, audacious goal? Yeah. B-hack. Yeah. So yeah. I think that hierarchy is is important to know that, like you said, don't just go ticking off goals just because you set a goal to do 100 goals. Like, um, again, you can tell I was being facetious, uh, facetious, facetious with Damo at the beginning. Um, yep. Saying he, he writes 400 goals every year and he ticks them all off. Like, yeah. Damo's very good at recognizing what the important ones are yeah. and and what the ones are that, you know, it's a nice to have, but it's not, not a must have. You can't have too many must haves or else you'll go mental in the process. The other thing is, too, that some people write goals because they think that that's what's going to impress the people that they're influenced by or they'd like to influence. So they write a goal, but it doesn't really fit the picture. It doesn't fit the bill. So, you know, just be honest and be true with yourself. Who gives a stuff if you don't earn $100,000 in the year? Yeah. Who gives a stuff if you don't, you know, buy a Tesla? Like, it, you know, think about what it really means to achieve these goals. And, um, yeah, and we've got some great Icaria stories about that, don't we? Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, the lady 100%. that uh, – what was it? She retired in Ikaria, bought herself a BMW because that was like her big retirement goal. She's yeah. been writing that down every January for like 10 years. Gets to Ikaria, gets the Merc. It lands on the ferry from Athens and uh, she's in Armenistis, gets the Merc, drives around the island for a couple of weeks, realises no one else has a Merc. There's hardly any paved roads on the island, potholes everywhere, doesn't <laughs> enjoy it. 
pans the Merc back, downgrades to a RAV4, and is a whole lot happier in the process and uh, recognises, you know, some goals are just not congruent. We think they're congruent, yeah. but we achieve them. We're like, oh, don't really need it or want it anymore. So, yeah, great call, Damo. Great call. Mm, mm. Think about it. Think about it. PC. It's going to be a good year this year. Um, I would love to talk about Europe and what I learned in Europe the other day uh, while I was in Europe. And um, That's our next episode. That's yeah. definitely our next episode. Talk about that. There's something about skiing in beautiful uh, France that, that I think is worth some of the lessons. We'll talk about that because I love Europe. And, I, and to get back to Europe, and I know that if you're in Australia or in America right now, you'd be craving getting to Europe. We seriously, honestly need to be talking about getting back to Europe again um, to talk about longevity because – doesn't matter if you're in France, Switzerland, Germany, Greece, Italy, Slovenia, know, Slovenia, Slovakia, yeah, Bosnia, Serbia, Spain, Ireland. Where else do you want to go? Ireland, Scotland. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you are in Europe. There's something about Europe that gets you thinking about what it is that you really want, and um, I want to share that. Okay, in this the is next good. Episode. This is going to be good. I yeah. love all things Europe. This has yeah. been fabulous. Thank you for your wisdom as always, Damo. This has been sensational. Uh, thank you for setting 100 goals every year. We can't wait to tick them all off over the year with you and reflect on the 100 ticks uh, at the end of this year. And you achieve every single goal you set <laughs> all the time. You don't know what it's like to miss out on a goal. Oh, never. Yeah. Never done that, ever. <laughs> uh, to all of our listeners, uh, thank you for your support. For more on Damo, folks, head on over to DamienChristoph.com. Myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. That's Christoph1F. That's Pierce, no I. And we cannot wait for you to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.